Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niles Bain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners, and we answer them. Is it weird that we start every show, like every episode, at least in the beginning we were very bad at introducing the show, mm-hmm. um, but I, we do start with a cum joke every episode. Do we? Yeah, that's the sticky part. It's that sticky cum. I guess. It's that jizz. I I figured it was maybe sweat. No. I mean, in my mind, every time I say it, I'm thinking of just, you know, just a big old sticky load. That's fair. Well, speaking of sticky loads, I do have a game for us today. Oh. You know, I thought I channeled that that Pillow Talk energy, which is our Patreon-exclusive podcast, and I I thought I'd bring a little game, and I'm going to read you archaic names for genitals, and you're going to tell me whether they refer to penis, balls, or vagina, uh, and roughly what time period they're from. Okay. Uh, we'll start with a kicky wiki. <laughs> a kicky wiki. I think kicky-wiki. that is. I think that's a dick. Okay. And I'm gonna say that is like that is like the the 1700s. Ooh, it is a dick, but it is the 1600s. Ah, fuck! I knew it was like a long time ago because they said wild shit back then. Pretty good though. Not bad. Okay. How about a whim wham? <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna say that's a vagina. Okay. And I'm gonna say that is from like the the early 1800s. It is also a penis and also the 1600s. Damn. How about a two leaved gaze? Wow. Okay. I feel like that one. See, I'm gonna overthink this, but I, I think that's a vagina because okay, of the yeah, you're right. Lab- you're right. Labia. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I mean, I feel like that's real poetic and shit. So I want to go like way earlier, but no, I'm I'm going to go with the 1700s again. It's 1500s. Late Fuck, 1500s. I, I was right. I should have gone earlier. I know. I heard you say it. I smiled, but you couldn't tell. How about a rough Malkin? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, can we also use these now instead of like penis vagina? They're out. Yeah. They're out. I'm done with them. Dick balls? No, nope. I was like a rough Malkin. A rough Malkin. I'm also I'm gonna say vagina again. Interesting. Because here's why I'm thinking. Because like Merkin is like a pubic wig. Rough Malkin. I don't know. I'm. Okay. I just, that's like that's where I'm. And I, I know dudes can wear Merkins as well, but traditionally what the they fuck's were used. A Merkin. Merkin is a pubic wig. So what? in like in uh, in like films and stuff, when you would have like a a naked woman, you would put a pubic wig over their their genitalia, so you could have you could have the simulated sense of having uh, a naked person without full frontal nudity. All obscured. Okay, interesting. And uh, yeah. give me a time period. I'm gonna go 1800s, 1500s. But you're right; it's a vagina. I thought for sure you would have gone for penis on that one. No. Okay. How about nuggins? Those have got to be. Those have got to be balls. Yeah, you got it. Uh, the matrimonial peacemaker. Matrimonial peacemaker. Now, see, I feel like this is another vagina. Okay. Time period? I'm going to say, hmm, 
See, I feel like I feel like this is something that someone would have said earlier on, but it wasn't actually called this until much later on. So, you know, I'm gonna say 700, 17. I'm gonna get it right eventually. So, you think it's a giant in seventeen hundreds? Yeah, it's a penis in the seventeen hundreds. Mm, got the time period though. It's a bold name for a penis, though. <laughs> yeah, see, especially my... at a time where men did not historically care about women's pleasure. But okay. See, I thought like the peacemaker was like, "Oh, your husband's upset, so just like give him some sex." Was yeah, my... that's how I would have figured it. Yeah. Uh, how about an old salda crackers? Huh. Now this is. I'm gonna go with balls again. Damn it! How do you do this? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, there's no time period on that one. I will just briefly go through the other two ball ones I have. Which I'm are- going to tell you right now. The time period is 2022 because Salted Crackers is the new name for my balls. Whirly Gigs and Terry Wags are the other ball names. Okay. Uh, that's balls out of the way. So now it's just penis vagina, all right? Okay. Uh, contrapunctum. Hold on. Give me that one more time. Contrapunctum. Could you use it in a sentence, please? Uh, nice <laughs> Can contrapunctum. I get the, <laughs> Can I get the... Uh, Origin of the word, please. Can I? Could you spell it, please? C O N T R A P U N C T U M. I'm gonna go vagina. Okay. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 1600s. Oh, nailed it! Absolutely yeah. nailed it. Mm. Damn. How about Mrs. Fubb's parlor? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's definitely a vagina. Is and I'm it? Gonna, and I'm gonna say. That is, mm, no, 18, no, parlor. Mm, it could be, I feel like that's something that like a, an 1800s, like, like New Orleans, you know what I mean? Like a debutante kind of, I'm going to say 1800s. Damn. How are you so good at this? <laughs> Nailed I'm, it. It's, it's definitely not a penis, which was kind of obvious, but 1823, dude. Uh, yeah. How about the nether mouth? <laughs> <laughs> if that's not a vagina, I'm going to be really upset. It is a vagina, and I don't have a date for it. The silent flute. <laughs> okay, that's a penis. All right. The kidney wiper. I mean, also a penis. The shove devil. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to assume this is also a penis, yes. Uh, rump splitter. Okay, well, now we're just getting a little too on the nose. Arbor vitae. Ooh. I don't know. Is are these all penises? I don't know what that. I like. I don't know. I assume that's a, a, a word in another language that I'm not familiar with. I gotta go vagina. I, I believe it's Latin for tree of life, and it is in fact oh. a penis. Well, yes. Okay. If I knew that, I would have said <laughs> tree of um, anything. 1732. The mark of the beast. Ooh. I feel like that. Could, I'm gonna go vagina because we yeah. had some some pretty fucked up views of women's sexuality. Yeah. How about the mouth that cannot bite? <laughs> I mean, obviously, before the time Kegels were existed. Exactly. Uh, and lastly, because I think we all know what an aphrodisiacal tennis court is, right? <laughs> we all know Cupid's warehouse. A warehouse <laughs> is such a that's, terrible... That's got to be like the Industrial Revolution. Probably. I don't have a date on that one. But like, a warehouse is not a good a good place. Like, it's dusty, it's stuffed, it's very business-oriented. You know what I mean? Like, a warehouse is a terrible word. You know, not that Nethermouth is good, but... Yeah. Like, Mrs. Fubb's Parlor, that that could be nice. You know what I mean? I feel like you might get a cup of tea 
Maybe oh, a nice yeah, for cocktail, sure. candle lit. It's probably comfy, cozy. I'm not mad at Mrs. Fubb's parlor. Like, we hate them. These would ter- be terrible for us, but like cucumber sandwiches, like very yeah, like, yeah. you know, like someone's going to come around on a platter and, and offer you things. Maybe like a like a salmon, a salmon sandwich, lox. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't lox. mind that, but Cupid's Warehouse gets me. I don't like it. So, finally, because yogurt spitting sausage is too obvious. <laughs> Was that uh, like the 1950s? I don't have a date on that one. And Master John Goodfellow, I assume you can. Yeah. Yeah, it's a penis. Uh, so we have Jack Nasty Face. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, this could be, this could be, again, this could be a fucked up way of being like, oh, vaginas are ugly because they're all flippy flappy. Or it could be a penis because the, you know, the dick and the balls together could be face-esque. Mm-hmm. Jack nasty face. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is a penis because I don't think they would have attributed a man's name to uh, a woman's body. It was a vagina. Fuck. Damn it. Well, there you go. You're weirdly good at this game. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Well, you're allowed to use any and all of these. During... Honestly, my brain has completely erased them from. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I'll pull them up every now and then. Yeah. Are you ready for a question? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. This is by Electro522. How does someone who enjoys wearing a fedora not come off as the <laughs> typical fedora wearer? Hey, I'll admit it. I own one. I, l- I like how it looks on me. Things are starting to thin out up top, so I wear it on special occasions when I want to feel good about myself. Thing is, I picked it up without realizing the stigma around it and didn't learn about it until well after I bought it. Once I finally did learn, I realized I could definitely see you like your typical milady creep. So how do I avoid it? Or is it unavoidable? I've seen plenty of extreme examples that are obvious things of what not to do, but what are the more subtle things? Things that one would only pick up on? Or should I just go with the nuclear option? Because this hat's image has been damaged so badly. Now, this might be hard to believe as someone who's had as much sex as I have, but I wore a, a fedora almost all through high school. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, dang. I know. But you also didn't have sex in high school, so it's it's true. I didn't, but I like I was still quite popular with the ladies, and like I was also not all that cool in high school. Mm. Perhaps as a result of the fedora, I'm not sure. Now the thing is, fedoras didn't have that reputation back then, though. So are you telling uh, me you crafted it? <laughs> Did you say the lady a lot? Was I the godfather of the fedora cringe? <laughs> I hope not. This would be such a like wonderful like development tale if you were and then this is how you ended up with an award nominated highly acclaimed sex and dating advice podcast yeah and then i could say look look you you went astray i'm here to lead my fedora flock back into greener pastures um yeah i it's the thing is uh, look i don't i think there's a time and a place for for a fedora and to be fair i think never and nowhere (laughs) I, I think, uh, you know, I don't want to be that guy again, but the hat most people refer to is actually a trilby. Oh, Trilbies damn. are the... Dang, you're sounding more like a typical fedora wearer. I know. Milady, I just wanted to quest to your never mouth. <laughs> Milady, would you perchance grant me access to Mrs. Fubb's parlor this evening? <laughs> oh, there's one I forgot because I had it on a different page and I'm just going to read it out because it's great. And this is what set me off. On the quest. Uh, what's a tippity witchet? Tippity witchet? That's a dick for sure. It was a vagina. Fuck. I've lost it. Yeah. I got too confident. 
somebody named one of the first Venus flytraps that they found a tippity witchet or something. And it was for vagina because they were like, your vaginas eat meat. Yeah. Terrible. And we've come a long way. Also, did you know cunt was one of the first words? It was like uh, 1220. And it's just stuck around. I mean, that they kind of makes sense. I mean, like it, that word is also derived as like a uh, a word of power. Like it is. I don't remember what uh, what uh, culture it is, but like the I, and I'm not going to say anything because like I don't know. Uh, but like there yeah, is. Wanna... Yeah. But there is a, a a tribe of people. I believe it's an indigenous people of somewhere. And uh it's like Kunta or something like that. And that was the, they were like revered female elders. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I think that is kind of where the word comes from where, you know, it was a strong, powerful female word that ended up being, you know, perverted by Twisted into huh? stupid white men, most likely. Probably. Um, okay. Back to this fedora. Okay. I, as I get older and realize that the things that make us happy uh, the list of things that make us happy dwindle by the day. That's madly depressing. I think if you put on a fedora and you feel fucking great, I say wear the wear the fedora. As long as you're not like if you're going out to a, a party and your intention is to like, you know, not be the guy in the fedora, then don't wear it. But if if you're going for a walk and you put that bad boy on, you're like, fuck yeah, wear the fedora, own it. I, I yeah. like I I I don't I like I'm kind of done with the. With the whole sort of like, if, if it makes you happy over the past two years, we haven't been able to leave the house and we've all co- probably felt like little couch gremlins. So if putting on a fedora when you leave the house for the first time in two years makes you feel like a badass, put the fedora on and feel like a badass. Yeah. The thing is, it's like any kind of dip in positive feelings when someone looks at you and sees a fedora is probably going to be countered by your upswing in positive feelings by how good you feel wearing it, right? So like that kind of like confidence boost is going to be good for you. Now, how do you offset people's kind of uh, negative feelings towards fedoras? I think you need to make sure that whatever else you're doing doesn't also match that stereotype, right? Yeah. Like make sure if you have facial hair, it is, you know, trimmed and styled it, and it not just at the neck. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like the old neck beard thing. It's like, boom, that's one easy thing to get out of the way. Are Absolutely you wearing no vests? Yeah. No are vests. you wearing a poorly fitted black t-shirt with anime on the front? Get a good fitting t-shirt with anime on the front. Because I feel I don't say females. Don't exclusively refer to, you know, women as females. I think those things will go a long way towards uh, making sure that you don't seem shitty. Yeah, like like I said, I think like you also have like an innate conversation starter. You know, I, I don't know what it is. Even to this day, like women are obsessed with hats in the sense of like taking them yeah. and wearing them. Like I don't know why this ever became a thing, but from the time I always wore hats, I'm a hat guy, mm-hmm. and. From the the dawn of my like you know being able to remember and have memories and form coherent thoughts, people have been taking my hat. Women have been taking my hat. So and it's like a stranger, like a more people, easily accessible hoodie. Like you can't just snatch a hoodie off someone because if they could, they would. Yeah, you know, I, like I I think you will as long as you are like a cool person who's not being creepy and like whatever. I think if you have a social interaction, I think there's a good chance the fedora might actually help break the ice sometimes. A hundred percent. I do think you should be ready for fedora jokes. 
like if someone's like, oh, you know, neckbeard over here or like Fedora or whatever, or if they say something about it, like be willing and like able to admit that there is the stigma around it. And like yeah. by you realizing that and being able to respond positively to that, you're going to like completely dismiss any apprehension someone's going to have. If you get defensive or weird about it or like ignore it, then that's probably not going to go well. But it's like you seem to know. Let people be like, yeah, come on. And also, I guess, just make sure the rest of your outfit like goes with it, because I don't know. To me, it's like not every piece of clothing is going to go with what to me seems almost like a formal hat. You know what I mean? Yes. I think if you're wearing shorts and a T-shirt, it's time to find a new hat. But I think yeah. that like if you're wearing, you know, a, a nice pair of jeans, good shoes and a button down, maybe a blazer or something, you could wear a fedora. I think that 100%. like you But I think like like you said, like I think if you're wearing cargo shorts and, you know, fucking sandals and a uh, like a baggy t-shirt or a tank top, now's not the time for a fedora. It's not fedora time. Yeah, like imagine you're at the beach in your swimwear and you're just like got a fedora on. Well, you know, like sometimes now. it doesn't now See, you've taken it back. Come, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming around. <laughs> I think. I All think we're sudden, on the beach. I think. Jack I think nasty have, face is twitching, looking at you. Yeah. If you've got oh. like a wicker fedora, oh yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's a beach different. fedora right there. <laughs> that's different. But yeah, I just think like be aware of the rest of your outfit. Be aware of the stigma, and like roll with it. And honestly, it could probably, as Dane said, be a good conversation starter. And if you're worried about it, like just be the guy with the hats. Buy a bunch of stu- buy like one of those like paper boy hats, like the flag caps. Buy a fucking bucket hat. Wear a get a visor and no, wear it upside no, no, down. No, 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 no one, no one wears bucket <laughs> hats. I'm drawing the line there. This is I, I just like bring it back. Just be like I'm the I'm the bad hat guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that I mean, Billie Eilish song is about. Bad hat guy. Do 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 do. Yeah. Have you watched Ultimatum yet, Tim? No, <laughs> you keep talking to me about Ultimatum. No, it's 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 a powerful reality TV show on Netflix right now. Uh, it basically everything we've said about marrying too early. It just backs up constantly every second of every episode. It's like, hey, fuck buddies was right. It's always right. But there's a guy in it who wears a cowboy hat and like you'd, you'd be forgiven for thinking it looks stupid in certain situations, but everyone fucking loves it. So there you go. Get a cowboy hat. Be Colby. Hey, that one time I fucking, I mean, granted, we are at a country bar, but I did True. steal someone's like, I think it was pretty tacky. Like it wasn't a real cowboy. I think it was a Canadian no, was like flag. Red velvet or something. Yeah. And I, like, I'm almost positive it had like a Canadian flag on it. Like it was like a novelty cowboy hat. People fucking loved it. Yeah. People, people can. I, also, the reason I had that hat was because the woman who was originally wearing it took my hat. Mm-hmm. So again, like... Women in hats, man. I don't know what it is. If if you can enlighten it to me, if you could, if you're a woman out there or female presenting and you want to illuminate this mysterious hat obsession, I would love to know because it is, it has plagued me for ages. Even when we were in Chicago, remember that woman took my hat? Yeah, that's fair. I had a hat at a music festival because it was just so goddamn sunny and I needed to like not keep getting heat stroke and someone took my hat. I'm like, God damn it. So I had to go buy a cowboy hat. And guard it jealously. Man, we should wear cowboy hats tonight. Let's do it. Fuck, I had like I have a like a pink cowboy hat with like rhinestones on that lights up. But I think it's in Ireland. Yeah, I don't have a cowboy hat. I have a lot of hats. No cowboy hat. Ooh, All right, actually, we need to way. we need to keep it going. <laughs> yes. People people are starting to not care. Although all the women love it because of the hat thing. Okay, go. Yeah. This isn't so much a advice question, but it's it's something 
I thought was interesting. This is from LM1900s. Do vaginas feel different from each other? I asked my boyfriend. He says, all vaginas feel the same. I feel a little disheartened, I guess. I guess it just makes me a little disappointed that sex is the same for him as it is with his exes. So, men, do all vaginas feel the same? No. No. But to your dick, like, see, I fingered vaginas and they felt different. I've had sex with people and they've like felt different. But the thing is like this person's concerned about sex with her feeling the same as everybody else. And if you think the only differential is how your vagina feels, then yeah, maybe it won't feel great. But like there are so many other things to sex than how your vagina feels on his dick that like that's where you should be focused. I would – and this might be a crazy thing to say. I would say that the actual like – penetrative part of sex is the thing I pay the least amount of attention to. Does that make sense? Yes and no. Like, obviously I'm aware of it. It's not happening. It's not, you know, but like while it's happening, everything else like compounds it. You know what I mean? If someone's like kissing you on the neck or like saying something dirty or like, you know, all these things make it better. Where if if it was just a vagina and I'm just like casually pumping into it and like nothing good is happening, then obviously, yeah, it's going to be just a way less good experience. Yeah. Like if I had like, if, if there was a, a woman on the bed and then there was a sheet separating it and all I had was like my penis inside the vagina and having mm-hmm. sex with them, that would obviously not be great for a number of reasons, but like <laughs> it, it wouldn't excite me. You know what I mean? I, I think I would derive like an almost an infinite amount of, or, or less pleasure than like even something as simple as like being able to actually touch them. Mm-hmm. Like being able to get your hands on someone, watching boobs bounce, the the faces that someone makes while they're, you know, having Tasting sex with them, you, the noises they make. Like, like there's so much more to a sexual experience than being like, damn, that's a tight pussy. Because yeah. I've I've been with, you know, people whose vaginas aren't, you know, the tightest. Has the sex been incredible? Absolutely. Because, because like the 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 penetrative part of sex, at least for me, again, is so like it's it's on like the hierarchy of of needs. It's kind of like a, the the base of the pyramid. It's there. It's supporting everything else. But like, if there's no enthusiasm, if I like, you know what I mean? Like, if if all the other things don't stack up, you've just got like a flat piece. I don't got yeah, a pyramid you, anymore. Like, may as well have a wank earlier. You know what I mean? It's like if it's so far removed from all the other shit, you may as well just jerk off. Yeah. You know, in a way. So like, yes, do they feel different? Yes. Do they feel drastically different to a point where it's going to affect anything? Not really. I think you were saying it earlier. It's like to our penises. No. Yes. But yeah. and that's 100 percent like if you're using protection and shit, it's like you've got a condom in there that's going to separate you from like the intricacies. And it's like, again, you're not there for like every little thing. It's it's, you know, it's a thing and that's it. But like everything else is what makes sex good. So it's like just because your vagina feels similarly to someone else's, that doesn't fucking matter. And the fact that you think that's the be all and end all is worrying me. And I, so I don't think like I think this is kind of a trap question for this poor guy. You know, yeah. him being like, I mean, he could have very easily been like, nah, baby, your pussy's incredible. It's mind blowing. Um, and like, yeah, that's a safe answer. It's not necessarily a lie or a truth. It's just kind of like, you know, mm. what she probably wanted to hear. Uh, but if, in reality, if we want to talk about, you know, we're all about, you know, being honest and, and sex positive and, and discussing the realities of sex. Yeah. Uh, to a lot of people uh, with with protected penises, 
a lot of vaginas are going to feel very similar. Are there going to be ones that feel different? Of course. But at the end of the day, I don't think I would be able to dip a dick in and be able to tell from person to person to person. <laughs> no, not at all. And like, again, one, obviously your boyfriend doesn't, you know, he's not complaining about your vagina because obviously your Jack Nasty face is more than good enough for him because he's still <laughs> sticking around, right? He's not thinking that someone else is tippity wicked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yes, I, I don't, I wouldn't try to also like conflate the two of being like, well, if my pussy feels like her, then he might, he's practically having sex with her or I'm yeah, not, like, I, I'm, I'm just as good as her or I'm not better than her. And it's like, that's, don't go down that path because that's no. a path that's only going to lead to, you know, unnecessary fights and insecurities. And it just it's so he's he's with you. He's he has uh, apparently, according to the question, like no complaints mm-hmm. with the sex. So, like, if the sex is good, the sex is good. Don't worry about. What- also, the best thing is, it's like you can't change how your vagina feels. Right. So, like, this would suck if he was like, yeah, they feel different. And, you know, theirs was great. And yours, uh, you know, it does. It does what it does. This is a good answer. This is great. You don't. That's a one thing you don't have to be self-conscious about. Right. You have to be like, damn, like, how does my vagina feel? You're good. You don't have to worry about that. What you do have to worry about is the things that you can change, such as like enthusiasm and like confidence and care for your partner and like doing the things they want and like multitasking yep. and like kissing him in the places that you know arouse him and dirty talk and all these other things that are very easy to explore and work on as opposed to a thing you'd never be able to change you're good you don't have to worry about how your vagina feels you know in in 99 of the time i'm sure i don't want to talk in absolutes but like you're good this is a good answer and you don't have to worry about anybody else but the important shit is all the stuff that you do and that's easy to to alter so worry about that yeah 100 percent how spicy do you I, I want it spicy as hell. I want it so spicy I need to stop and go get a glass of water. Mm, okay. Let's I want it so it. spicy that I'll drink a glass of milk. My lactose intolerant ass will drink a glass of milk because it's so spicy. I don't spicy. know if it's spicy enough. We'll see. This is throw a why the hell. My best friend told me he's in love with me two days before my wedding. As the title says, I've been with my fiance for three years, engaged for over a year. Best friends and I have known each other since freshman year of college. All in our early 30s. This morning, I wake up to a long-ass text from him that had been sent at 6 a.m. Basically, he poured his heart out. Says he's in love with me for years, but always hoped I'd end up breaking up with my fiancé and finally noticing him. He asked me to call off the wedding and run away with him. It said, I needed to tell you before it was too late. I feel gross and sad. I have no feelings for him beyond platonic love. I've drafted a response and deleted it over and over. I haven't told my fiancé. I don't want him to worry about me so soon to our wedding. I know I need to, but I don't know what to do or how to phrase it. What's worse is he's become my fiance's friend too. I'm also pretty pissed my friend chose an unfortunate time to cause me such distress. There were many times over the years he could have just bucked up and told me how he felt, but waiting till right before I'm married, like I'd cancel it and leave my fiance because of a goddamn text? I want to tell him not to come to the wedding. I can't trust he wouldn't try to pull something. I don't even know if I want to talk to him again, but the thought of losing my best friend is heartbreaking. Hell, the thought of not having him at my wedding sucks. He's put me in an uncomfortable, impossible situation. Wish it wasn't on me to deal with his feelings, but I wish he'd either stop being friends with me when he realized us ending together would never happen or told me a while ago. I don't want to kick him while he's down, but I need to make it clear I have no feelings. The wedding is on and I don't want him to attend. We've been friends for over a decade. I've been crying all day. I feel almost disgusted knowing this whole time he had ulterior motives. How do I go about dealing with this? I'm getting married in under 48 hours. This is so frustrating because this dude had the opportunity to stand up when the priest says, does anyone have any reason 
why this shouldn't happen. This man could have stood up and had his fucking moment in the sun. Thank you. Like, the poor priest now is going to say that for no reason. Yeah, he's going to say it. Everyone's going to be like, no, we love these two. We can't wait for you to have a lifetime of happiness together. And this motherfucker sends a text at 6 6 a.m. Yeah. Everyone who goes to a wedding always is waiting for someone to jump up at the right time and yell this. Every single person, every wedding, all the time. It doesn't matter if they love the bride and the groom. doesn't matter if they're like the groom's mom wants it. Groom's dad wants it. The bride's mom wants it. Every the, pre, the bride and groom probably want it. You know what I mean? They oh, want to yeah. have that wedding. You know, the priest is like, this This is the moment. I'm finally going to be like, they They go back to their priest hangout and there's a fucking scoreboard on the wall. And poor yeah. fucking Jeffington, he has never even scored once. And they all mock him every day. This was his moment. You fucked it up. It's so, it's so frustrating. But yeah, I, I definitely like because as someone who's like, if I was in a wedding party or if I was a bride or groom or like I, I was related to them, I would probably be a little chuffed. But as someone who's just kind of like there because I'm the friend or like a good friend or whatever, because no matter how it works out, it's like it's drama. It's drama, mm-hmm. baby. And I'm there for it. Like mm-hmm. either this dude stands up or, or woman, someone, someone stands up and is like, I love you, Claire. It's, you know, I've always loved you. It's always been you. And then it could go one of two ways mm-hmm. they could be like no this isn't gonna work and this man's life is ruined or they're like i love you too sorry Damn. steve i'm fucking out I'm either going- way wonderful drama the it's, boring it's, ass ceremony is now exciting either way it's a story i'm gonna tell at every wedding i go to after that and probably any chance i get to be like hey you know that scene in the movies where someone stands up and says hey don't get married i love you I was there when that happened for realsies. Mm-hmm. So fuck this you guy. Did that wrong. And like, if you're going to send a text, at least call like right before they're about to walk down the aisle. <laughs> no, slip them a, a message like in a letter right before they go down the aisle. Like replace their vows with your vow of love. <laughs> and then when they start, like have her fiance read out your love letter to her. But have it so specific that like initially she's like, oh, my God, this is so cute. And as he gets more and more confused, she's like, wait a minute. This was Steve. Uh, okay. For real, though. For real times. Uh, this sucks. And don't, don't, don't be this guy. Th- this sucks a lot. And and like you need to, again, uh, could you even consider this person a best friend? Because how much like I can't like I consider you my best friend. And imagine yeah. if all the time I spent was just being like, man, I really hope you break up with your partner. For whatever yeah, reason. That would be pretty fucked, especially because like it would just color every single interaction. And like you know every I mean? every time you ever asked for advice of being like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you know, Greg did this today. And he's like, yeah, you should break up with her. Exactly. Maybe you should, maybe you should end your relationship with him, please, because I can't believe he did that. That's and also just like that nice person now wasn't a nice person. It was someone kind of trying to get in your pants. You know what I mean? Yes. Especially because like, I think even if a stranger is doing nice things for you, but like wants to get in your pants, it's like not that like sinister because they're a stranger and it's like, you get it right. If, if someone you don't really know is being nice to you, it's like, I, I kind of get it. Whereas like yeah, their, their role feigning. in your life is it, it, like, it, do, it doesn't exist. They're just sort of like, Oh, this person is trying to sleep with me. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Or like trying to get to know happens. me better or whatever. But this person is pretending to be your friend while then doing all these things. And it's like, I don't know. Also, he had 10 fucking years. They've only been together for three, right? So it's like, I don't know, man. This just sucks. It's like, if you're with someone 
long enough, if you're friends with them for even, I'd say, a year, get over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get over it or move on. Like, there's there's a fucking window of opportunity before you become this kind of pathetic person. Just don't do that. Be be genuine in your friendship or shoot your shot. Don't kind of like live this half life and then, you know, bring the hammer down on someone who trusts you. Yeah. And I think I think you've nailed it right there. You have two choices in this situation or I guess three choices. One, you shoot your shot and and you make your play. After that, you either choose to be like, cool, I I don't know if I could be a genuine friend because I do have a lot of feelings for you. And trying to pretend to be your best friend would be troubling for me and unfair to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. That's good. Or you'd be like, okay, this isn't going to go anywhere. I'm going to process that whether through my own means or through therapy or whatever. And I am now your friend and this ship has sailed. And I know that. And I'm no longer like, I will not keep a little secret pining for you. I will not have a little shrine dedicated to you, hoping that Mm -hmm. you break up. It's like, you know, like you can't live in this half-life of of secretly wishing that someone's life implodes so that you can have a chance at happiness. Because again, like at the end, like if you care about someone, like actually really care about them, you shouldn't want them to go through something terrible so that you might have a shot at happiness. A hundred percent. And you, if you were her friend, you wouldn't have tried to fuck up her wedding. Even now that she's like not running away with you, You've kind of fucked her up on this because now you're not coming. There's all this drama with her like husband. Like they probably a hundred percent have like, you know, a seat set aside for you and have paid money for, you know, your meal and done all this shit. Maybe your date, who knows? It's pretty fucked, right? So it's like, if you actually were a friend and you cared about them, you wouldn't have done this, you know? And it's, it's funny that you think like, oh, it's this romantic. I needed to tell you, like, you've watched too many fucking rom coms, I think. But like mm-hmm. you weren't a friend in this moment, which cast doubt on every time you've been a friend before. So I think for you, question asker, I think I, I don't think it's there's a bad thing to be like, hey, uh, so what you did was really shitty and really sucks. I was really looking forward to you being a part of my wedding. And now I don't think it's appropriate. It's, yeah, it's it's, you know, ethical of me to have you there. One, because now I know how you feel. It's it's only going to be painful for you. And two, it's not fair to me or my husband of, of this Mm -hmm. person who's like, you know, sitting in the audience, hoping that this fails. That's not the energy I want at my wedding. When they say, does anyone have a problem? Speak now or forever. Hold your peace. It's like, Oh, you stand up and was like, we know fuck off. Like, yeah, I've already ruined the moment. The likelihood of you uh, of now that it's out in the open, like you getting fucking trashed at the bar and doing a shitty speech or, you know, just doing something really fucked up. Like room. Yeah. It's just like, you guys aren't going to be able to interact in any way that's natural or good this soon to this coming out. If you're at the wedding, she either has to avoid you all day, which is going to suck for both of you. Or she's going to have to come pretend things are okay and have awkward small talk, which is going to suck for both of you. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. So question asker, this sucks. You're totally fine to tell him to fuck off from the wedding and that you need time to think about it and you'll talk to them at some other point. Uh, I think a lot of this hinges on how he takes your rejection too, because for all you know, he fucking implodes because he's obviously not the best at, you know, being straightforward and honest and kind. Secondly, I do think you're going to have to tell your partner because they're going to be like, hey, why didn't you bring my friend slash your best friend? Like, there's no way that goes unnoticed, right? Also, I think it's fair for him that like 
that's not a he's not a friend of his if he tries to steal you the day of your wedding yeah and like also this is a a great test for the old marriage to be like hey remember my best friend so this is the text and like i don't think there's any harm in like showing the text and being like this sucks and i'm really kind of bummed but i'm not gonna let it ruin our wedding you know it's yeah 100 percent. like if he handles it badly maybe you should second guess your wedding and maybe go marry your best friend (laughs) god Yeah, what a fucking nightmare. Guys, have a little respect for your friends and the people that you supposedly care about. Please, please. Well, that's just the nice irony. Thing. It's like you obviously don't care about this person. Hey, I'll tell you right now. I bet this guy wears a fedora. Oh, my God, probably. All right, let's get one one more quick boy in here. This is more of of, of a preventative piece. This is a quack wap. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. 1500s. Vagina. <laughs> uh, no, I do believe this is a dick. <laughs> Being a short man in the dating market is a nightmare. Everywhere from social media, podcasts, women's magazines, romantic novels, dating apps. I mean, everywhere. Women talk about how much they love tall men, no matter what the height of the woman is. All over Tinder and Hinge and Bumble, I see women saying that they only attracted to men over six feet tall and don't mess with them if you're under six foot. It's like being tall is a requirement. And for what? I think the dumbest thing I've seen is a feminist try to say women want tall men because the patriarchy. It's like, no, they want tall men because they like feeling small and submissive with their partner. Most heterosexual women are sexually submissive and tall men help them feel that way. It's not like that. No. Hey, maybe your issue is your sweeping generalizations of women and not your height. And your complete uh, inability to comprehend what the patriarchy is. Because yeah. like, hey, this woman, this feminist, this evil feminist who was saying stupid shit was actually 100% correct. And it was the patriarchy, like the, the patriarchal structure of society that has, you know, dictated what a, a man's man is. Mm-hmm. is 100% at fault here. <laughs> also, both of us are under six foot. So there you go. I mean, <laughs> and like, hey, I'll, I'll tell you, like, I understand. I've definitely been spurned for not being tall. 100%. I, I get it. I understand your frustration and the amount of profiles that we, we see, even just doing our Tinder thing of people mm-hmm. being like, you have to be six feet or, you know, a height requirement or whatever. I get it. That can be disheartening. That can suck. Sorry. But, you know, it, it's uh, the kind of the fact of the matter. But as Nile said, I'm I'm five seven, five eight on a real good day and good shoes. <laughs> and I've had no problem in the dating world based on my height. So maybe it's the generalizations. Maybe you should look into that. I think, yeah. And that's that's kind of like, it went from being like, hey, this sucks, I'm small, and or, or I'm short, or I'm not six foot, or whatever height you are. And like, you know, I feel kind of gatekept or whatever. It's like, that's a very fair thing. But to then devolve into your rant of being like, women just want to be small and submissive. It's like... <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Yeah, I, so. I don't... I don't think the height might be the issue here. It's like that other guy with the the females. I don't remember what his problem was, but <laughs> oh, being like, oh, can I be too ugly? It's like, I mean, you can be ugly, but it doesn't necessarily inside. have to. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your looks. So I don't know, man. You got to take a deep breath and and realize that these things are, while you know, superficial, not a be all and end all. Also, maybe look into what the patriarchy is all about because. You know, toxic masculinity is something that affects men very negatively. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is, I'm trying to be better. I won't read the title. I, 25-year-old female, seeing a guy, 30-year-old male, and we decided to stop having sex today because I asked him to put in effort to make me finish. He said he wasn't comfortable with oral. 
him to me, me to him is fine, or using my vibrator on me. He says he's only comfortable with penis and vagina sex. I explained that only 8% of women can finish from penis and vagina alone. I said he could use his hands or tell me to use a toy, but he said it was making sex too complicated, and he'd rather not have sex if I was going to add steps for him. I'm not the best <laughs> sex ever, I'm sure, but I will say I take criticism well, and I'm enthusiastic. I'm also a blonde, thin gym girl with DDs. I also do the majority of work during sex. He straight up doesn't get why it's a big deal for him to not want to make me finish. He puts in so little effort. I'm self-conscious to make noise or show pleasure. He told me outright to masturbate after sex. He leaves for this. I've suggested mutual masturbation. He says it's weird and said people don't actually do that. Like he'll legit come, get off immediately, leave, and shut the door for hours. He just wants me to handle myself silently. If I tell him I didn't finish after, he'll say, okay. I'm not hard to get off. He could absentmindedly use one finger for three minutes and I'd be good. I've offered to buy vibrators to do myself if he'll just make out with me or touch my chest. He says it's awkward. I don't fake it either. He's uncomfortable with me expressing any pleasure, so if I moan, he'll stop. I try to be quiet, but I don't <laughs> understand how it's enjoyable for him to know I'm not finishing. Ever. I'm sorry, is this her boyfriend? Uh, yes. And see, if this was a hookup, I'd be like, fuck this dude. If it's your boyfriend, if it's your actual partner, super fuck this dude. Because, the, like, constantly being like, hey, I need more. Here are some options. Here are some more options. Here's another option. Here is, like, the bare minimum. And them not caring or, or even making an effort to do anything about it is the sign that, like, this dude sucks. And you shouldn't yeah. be with him. Like, it's I, not I'm a sign. Sh- it's, it's a whole fucking novel. It's a movie. It's a, a fucking visionscape. I don't know. This guy sucks. Especially, like, not... It's not even that he doesn't want, like, he's not into putting in effort. He actually seems uncomfortable at the thought of you having fun. If I express any pleasure, he'll stop. What the fuck? Like, is she talking about sex there? Or is she talking about, like, fingering her after the fact? Also, which he doesn't do. He's like, no, I'm going to leave. That's a you thing now. Like, I almost want to be like, hit him with the old, oh, actually, I don't do... I don't do sex anymore. That's a you thing. Just but. hit him with the, I don't want to see you and say, because you won't make any effort to get me to finish. And like, e- even like the baseline, most inept lover does better than this. Yeah. Like, and he, like, I'd rather have a dude who's not great in bed, but tries than yeah. than this. <laughs> Maybe someone who even sticks around after while I use a toy or any, like, just no, this is the worst. I think, okay, you know what? To sum it up in the words of the first comment by Wanky Stanky USA, they just say, <laughs> no. <laughs> just no. Yeah. This is the worst. It's, uh, th- this is, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, if sex doesn't matter to you, if it means nothing to you, which I assume it, that is not the case because you're making a post about mm-hmm. it, this is like a, such a glaring sort of incompatibility that you need to address and not be okay with. This is something that you need to be like, Hey, just so you know, like one, maybe one final chance of being like, Hey, this is very important to me. If you're not going to make an effort, then this ain't going to work. Or I mean, you've, it sounds like you've already done that. It seems like you've communicated thoroughly what you want and how to get it. I think you'd just be like, Hey, look, you're not meeting my needs at all. Like you don't even try. So I'm going to pursue partners that will Bye. 
Yeah. It's just, he's the worst and he does not deserve any of you. So kick him to the curb. Yep. Tinder time. It is Tinder time. At the end of the episode, we like to jump on online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge to peruse profiles, see what works, what doesn't work, comb them for red flags in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Are you ready for Fatima? Ooh, yeah. I want to meet new people. I love to take walks, sightseeing, reading, listening to music and movies. Let's talk about our favorites. I want to get to know someone and talk about everything and anything. I'm easygoing and relaxed. Reach out and let's hang out. Last picture is how I've been spending most of my Friday nights lately. Someone help me stop. Lol. And their last picture is them in bed looking kind of sad. <laughs> um, you know, I don't hate it. I don't think there's anything there that really grabs me, but there, I don't see any red flags. I think it sounds like a fun person that I would I would certainly not say no to. So I'm going to say that's a that's a seven. Yeah, I agree. It's It's bland, but it's not bad. I think specificity in terms of music and movies, like even if they were just like, my favorite music is this, my favorite movie is this, like that would add at least a point, if not two, to the profile. You know what I mean? Because so far it's very vague. It's the, I like friends and Netflix of responses, yeah. right? I will say, what do you think about the sad picture in bed? I think it's a little downery, you know what I mean? Like a little of a, like, I'm a little pathetic and needy. I think it's it's almost a minus one. I could I also see it going the other way of being like cute and funny. Yeah. And like sad in bed. Maybe you can make me happy in bed. Yeah. I, it's I'm on the fence about it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Which is why like, I don't think it's enough for me to, if, if more of the profile was dedicated to like how miserable they are, Mm-hmm. then yes, maybe. And if they were somewhere other, like if they were sitting, well, no, actually that'd be fine. I was going to say if they were sitting on the couch, like in big frumpy sweats covered in like takeout, I'd be like, that mm-hmm. would also be funny. I think that'd actually be funnier. Fair. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't, I think a seven is, is good. Cool. Uh, this is Elka garbage. Given the female form, former PSW slash chef, now a linguist five, nine, and then 13, 12. I don't know what that is. That's, That's it. when, uh, Linguist as a term for vagina came out thirteen twelve. Uh, garbage given female form. Kind of funny, but I also don't like it. Yeah, it's one of those things where I was like, you need to. That's that's a bold thing to say, but you need to stick a landing. There needs to be another joke in there so that I know that like this isn't how you actually view yourself, or this isn't like your personality of being like I'm just a garbage, I'm just yeah. a garbage person. That's I the need. Thing. There's one no more kind line. of like. There's nothing else that funny and like bold in tone that kind of matches that. So it's like, oh, do you just suck? Yeah, like I, I like if you're gonna say something like that, I think it could be very funny, and I'm all for self-deprecating humor. But you need another something in there, to, either of the same sort of like very obviously a joke, but the same sort of like you know self-deprecation or something to bounce back and you know show that you aren't you don't actually believe you're garbage. Yeah. So I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, I was just about to say four. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, this is Nameless. I'm a fan of Jordan Peterson and the intellectual dark web. Oh. And they have a t-shirt with a Jordan Peterson quote on it. Oh, no. That's a now, now, this is someone who would love to wear a fedora. <laughs> it is a girl. This is someone who would Sorry, love to steal. It is a steal. female. This is someone who would love to steal your fedora. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go and say one. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it a one as well because Jordan Peterson, not great. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, This is Twix. And like Candy Crush, this is a stupid but perfectly designed game. I'm going to use this space to be entirely honest. 10 out of 10, I would have preferred meeting you in person. I'm celibate. I'm looking for at least one person that is more interesting and attractive than my ex and my current tortured romantic interest. And I don't drive because I don't like it. So do not take it lightly if I actually leave my house for you. I don't mean to be crass. Sorry. Uh, I don't even know when they were crass, but this is awful. Like bitter, mentioning your ex, being like, if I leave my home, it's a big deal. I get it. Like, her Most current people, tortured romantic yes. interest. What? Yes, just, just no. Uh, everything about this sucks. Zero. Mm-hmm. Even just like I would prefer to meet you in person. Yeah, we all would. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed this, uh, friend, but it's it's been increasingly more difficult to to get out and mingle with people the last two years. Some people, but yeah, zero. Also zero. Okay, you ready for this? Also mm-hmm. nameless. Just swipe left. I already know you don't match anyway because I'm deadly allergic to latex and can't take birth control because I have an iron deficiency and heart beating disorder. And you'd have to have an update date, up to date STD HIV test and sign an abortion agreement because I don't want to be baby trapped by someone. I don't believe in love or forever. Just people waiting to leave at some point. Is this a man or a woman? Woman. I mean, they know that latex free condoms exist, right? Evidently they don't. Like I, I'm also allergic to latex and that has not stopped me. At all. It's like, it's come to the point where like, I often encourage people to use latex-free condoms, regardless of whatever, like, like allergy or not, because like, they're just better for the environment. Be, be, be uh, ecologically friendly. So you're giving this a 10? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Love this one. This is a great one. This is everything yeah. that we, we want in a profile. No, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's wildly Wildly terrible. Also, what's an abortion agreement? <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't think I assume, so. I assume that's like that they're allowed to have it. Like there's, but like you you can do it. Like it's yeah. your body. I mean, like I know yeah, there. I know that. I know that is a very bold statement to say it's your body. But like as as far as I know, like maybe there are places that require like both parties to be present and and sign for. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know. Either way, awful. Um, this is my last one. It's secret. They're 40 older woman looking for a discreet and ongoing pleasure with someone much younger. I will show photos after we match on a different platform. I'm not ugly or anything due to work purposes and not wanting other coworkers who are on this app to see me and know my business. It's why I didn't add my real photos. Hmm. Strong bot energy. Well, you know what? I have one more and it's funny. You mentioned that this person is just called Bitcoin. (laughs) I'm already interested. And that's all that they don't have a profile, just Bitcoin. Damn. I that could be the best profile ever if it's a joke. <laughs> it's that's gonna be, I don't know. I get strong bot energy. Also, it's just like it seems like a lot. And another, like, yeah, no, it's it's bad. You're gonna me, get scammed. I just don't understand. Like, I don't know what you do for a living, but presumably you're working with like the same people or like the same age range, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, just put your filter down lower, like your age range. Be like, you know, if you're looking for a younger man, do like 20 to 26 or whatever you're looking for. Yeah. And even and like, then, it's like, what's wrong with it's th- if they're on Tinder, unless you're married or you actually have something yes. worse to hide. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, no one's gonna be like, wait, I was on Tinder. But then she was too. It's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's the thing. It's like, if someone's gonna be like, hey, I saw you on Tinder it's like, and it's, it's a big taboo at your office that someone's on Tinder. It's like, yeah, well, how'd you see me? 
Yeah, I don't know. It seems like a lot of red flags for the possibility of someone who is attractive and not crazy and not a scam, etc. It's like, fuck, it's not worth it. Yeah, it seems like a lot of hoops to jump through to match with someone that like you could probably match with someone that you know exists. Mm -hmm. All right, last one. This is ask. Love to laugh. My passions are shopping and being gorgeous. If you're not 6'5", don't talk to me. I never (laughs) message first. No facial hair. Not looking for a hookup. Music is life. Don't ask me on a date if you're poor. I'm the broke bitch in this relationship. If you can handle me at my worst, good for you for setting healthy boundaries. No BJs without a ring. No sex till Facebook official. Ugh. It's bad. It's bad all over. It's bad from beginning to end. And the only thing I can think of is that this is so bad that it is a joke. Yeah, I I wasn't sure. But like, you know, passions are shopping and being gorgeous. Kind of funny. Don't ask me on Dave Report. I'm the broke bitch in this relationship. Kind of funny. If you can't handle it worse, good for you for setting healthy boundaries. That's great. That's the thing. You know I mean? that's, some, like, that's positive and funny. So like there's some hints of like self-awareness, which mm-hmm. makes me think that like, like also six five is very tall. Yeah. Right. Like that is that's that's setting your your market very or your net very, 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 very small. Yeah. Like it's almost like they're parodying other people's height requirements because it's so extreme. No BJs without a ring. It's like I could see someone do some weird shit like that. But then no sex till Facebook official is really funny. I think I hope. Yeah. there's And it almost makes a joke that like, you know, sex is fine. But blowjobs. Nah. Now I will say. I would still say no to this person because we've seen enough profiles (laughs) that are too similar to this that are real. Now, I will say, and this might be the make or break for you, there is one more thing at the end, and it is seven stars, the letter L, a space, then the word floss, followed by five stars. Like, you know, like stars in, like they start out letters. So it's something L, floss, stars. I don't know what it means. And someone looked it up and apparently got clown porn. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, That's just a mystery to me. I mean, I'm still saying no to this person. I'm uh, confused. I'm gonna, I can't tell if it's bad or good. So I'm going to give gonna, it a four. I was going to say, I'm going to give it a four as well, because like there is the chance that that this is a joke, but it's still not good enough for me to say yes. So I'm saying no. Get out of here. Yeah. That is the end of our show. Thank you very much for hanging out with us for an hour. We cannot express how much it means to us, and we love that you are here, and we hope that you come back. Um, if you would like to reach out and ask a question or support the show, head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com, click the contact form, fill it out. We keep it completely anonymous, and we'll answer as soon as we can. Or click on the Patreon link. And head on over to Patreon and support the show in any way that you can. Uh, we are still doing a push that if we hit 25 Patreons, uh, we will do a live show. And mm-hmm. it'll be fun. So if that sounds like something you're into, maybe pop on over. And you don't have to do... You can do the lowest amount, $3 a month, less than a coffee a month. You get a... No, you don't get a free episode. You got to do $7 for the for the extra episode. But you get four free episodes. Why four? A month. You get basically one a week. Oh, yes. Let's see what you say. Wink. Wink. And we, we would appreciate uh, the assistance. I, the people who are over there already supporting the show are are the reason that we were able to do another show. The reason why we're not losing money uh, hosting this anymore. It's it's very nice. And if you, if you appreciate it and you like it and you've got a little extra a pocket change and you want to help the boys out, uh, we would we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Seeds for the song Paper Stars. And thank you, everyone who is supporting us on the Patreon. And, you know, help make this possible. We love you guys. Ready for some bad sex, Randy? I sure am.
Um, this is more sex in terms of gender than it is about sex, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is by A Winter Haunting by Dan Simmons. Of more interest to me now than Dale's imperfect memories of past lovemaking were the images and recollections of his two daughters. Perhaps it is only with one's mother and girl children that a male human can really hold any hope of knowing and understanding women. Yeah, that is pretty much the only way to do it. Yeah, if you don't have kids, who fucking knows? Yeah, women aren't real until you've had one. Yeah, then you're like, damn, they're people. Oh, she's give a shit. These are people? Whoa. they, They came from somewhere? And they feel things? And they grow and, like, our kids oh. and stuff? Damn. I regret my life decisions. And here I was, just thinking that they were walking Mrs. Fove's parlors. <laughs> my name is Tane Miller. And I'm now Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. Fuck buddies.